0: Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. My guest says the reason so many believers with great faith are not healed is because of this missing link. Miles just got this revelation in Zambia, Africa, and it triggered massive miracles.
1: Next. Is there a supernatural dimension, a world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? is God ready to bring a tsunami wave of healing onto planet Earth today join Sid for this edition of it's Supernatural
0: welcome Holy Spirit Moses, Joshua, Caleb and David had the Shekhinah glory on them as a traditional Jewish man that same glory rescued me and gave me something i never even knew was possible my own experiential knowledge with god and that same glory is in this studio right now miles kilby experienced the presence of god at age 20 and 24 miles what happened
2: yeah what happened said at age 20 is when i was baptized and filled with the holy spirit And during that time, it was a time in my life where I was really kind of isolated. I was just coming out of a lifestyle of really sin and everything that you shouldn't be involved in. And God supernaturally intervened in my life during that time. I was in my bedroom when this experience happened and just worshiping God. During that time, I would spend literally hours with the Lord because I had nothing else to do, literally, at that time. And during that time, I, I was just fasting, praying, seeking God. And I was on the phone, actually, with my godmother. And suddenly, the Holy Spirit just came over me in the bedroom. And I began to speak in new tongues, began to speak. And it was just an overflow of the presence of God. And I'm telling you, it was like nothing that I had ever experienced before well, until what that did moment. What did you
0: feel when that happened?
2: When I, what I felt in that moment was just the tangible presence of God come into the room and come over me, literally. And even now, I feel that tangible presence right now as we're talking about it. But the tangible presence of God just swept into the room. It was just me and God in that moment. And I'm telling you, it was joy unexplainable, Sid, uh, full of glory. And so after that, uh, subsequently, I had at 24, uh, that initial experience was the baptism of the Holy Spirit when I was 20 and then at 24 I had an encounter with the fire of God's presence with the glory of God and during that encounter it was a little different when the presence of God I was worshiping God uh, just at my home and the presence of God came into the room but it was different this time said it was a tangible presence and glory of God but he came with fire And really, to describe it, it was like a baptism of fire, which the Scripture talks about. See, there's the baptism of the Holy Spirit and then the baptism of fire. And this is much of what the church is missing out on today. So we have the baptism of the Holy Ghost, which is the purpose for power, to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. But then there's the baptism of fire. Now, this is what I experienced at 24. The presence of God came into that room, Sid. And it was like the glory that I had never experienced or encountered in my life. But the fire of God came upon me in that encounter and began to burn me, literally, from the inside out. And it was so tangible. In that moment, the Holy Spirit spoke to me, and he said this. He said, "Miles, I'm calling you to bring the fire of God to this generation. He said, when you minister, the fire of God will manifest through you to my people, to the church, because I'm coming to purify my bride. I'm coming for a bride without spot or wrinkle. And said, so wherever I go, I minister the fire of God's presence. Excuse me. How did the...
0: Uh, uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit was
2: a dramatic change in your life. How this fire of God change you? So, yeah, the way the fire changed me, it was like a deeper transformation that took place. And so when the fire burns you from the inside out it's like it's a it's a burning of one's flesh it's a burning of everything that's not like god is removed from you and your desires change and so all of a sudden it's like all you have is holy and pure desires to serve god it produces a passion in you to want to to reach souls to reach lost people to cast out demons to heal the sick to work miracles And so that after you had, this is why it's so important. You know what I'm reminded?
0: At uh, Shavuot or Pentecost, it said, "Fire came on each person. Pillars of fire. That's what. That was the fire hitting them, and they became normal." (laughs) <laughs> but what? there's some missing ingredients today, which we'll, uh, we'll get to. As a matter of fact, um, what was the missing ingredient for healing and miracles God showed you in Zambia and Colombia?
2: Yeah, well, in Zambia, we were there for a four-day crusade, uh, healing and miracle crusade. Uh, it was so powerful, Sid. While I was there and just seeking God, preparing for the crusades, Um, preparing messages for the night, uh, crusade messages, Uh, the Holy Spirit began to reveal and speak to me. Because, see, many of us, Sid, especially in America, we want the fire, we want the glory. We hear people talking about the glory all the time. But the, the Holy Spirit revealed to me, he said, Miles, we're missing one ingredient. You're missing the blood. You're missing the cross of my son. And, see, Sid, when the Holy Spirit began to speak that to me, it was just like, an explosion began to ignite on the inside of me and so uh, as we began to release the power of the blood of Jesus in Zambia as we began to uh, preach the message of the cross the death burial resurrection and ascension of Christ which is the core of the gospel message of, Christ, of Jesus that that God began to the glory began to manifest and so we saw a massive explosion of miracles, preaching, when we preached about the blood, when we preached the message of the cross of Yeshua, it was just an explosion, deaf ears open, blind eyes open, people's legs grown out. Uh, we even had one young man that was resurrected from the dead, that was hit by a bus coming back from the crusade. The, the, the glory of God just showed up, and this is what the Holy Spirit spoke, said. He said, "Wherever my blood is applied, the glory of God is guaranteed to rest." And then you went to Colombia. Yes. And what did you see in Colombia? And then in Colombia, we began to we went to Colombia. I was there for five days, uh, ministering in the churches, and as we began to preach the message of the blood, see First Peter chapter one, verse ten and eleven talks about that the prophets searched and inquired for the grace that would come and found in the person of Christ, of the Messiah. And then uh, of the, the revelation they prophesied was of His sufferings. What are His sufferings? His sufferings are His death, His burial, then His resurrection, His ascension, that well, why do you message? say this is kind of missing from the American church? Well, Sid, we don't hear messages on the blood anymore. We don't hear messages on the cross anymore. And so we want the glory, but there's no cross. There's no cross being preached. There's no blood being preached. And, God, and, and Sid, if we, if we just realized and God you know, brought back to us just the revelation of the power that's in the blood of Jesus the Messiah the blood of Yeshua, releasing that power, we would see incredible miracles all across America. Now, this is what we began to experience in Zambia and in Colombia. And when we preach this message, like we'd see cancer healed, the fire of God manifest, because wherever the blood is preached and applied, the fire is guaranteed to come where there is a sacrifice. That is the blood of Yeshua. And another way to say that is uh, there's no blood
0: sacrifice, there'll be no glory. No glory. That's exactly right. Okay. Now, Zechariah 2.5 is very important to you about the fire.
2: Yeah. So Zechariah 2.5 says that God will be a ring of fire. He'll put a ring or a wall of fire around us, and He will be the glory in our midst. And so, this is so powerful because, Sid, once the blood is applied to our lives as believers, amen, what God then does is He comes with His fire. He puts a wall of fire around our lives so that demons can't penetrate and can't attack us. They can't penetrate the firewall. He puts this wall of fire around us that's a wall of protection, just like He did Israel of old. Then he comes, literally, after he releases this firewall, this ring of fire, it's kind of like what Moses stepped into when he encountered the burning bush. He stepped into the ring of fire where he began to encounter God's presence, and God raised him up as a mighty deliverer for Israel. So God releases that. Once the blood is applied, he purifies us, he secures our salvation, then he releases the glory, first in fire around our lives, then He comes and inhabits that ring of fire. He comes and inhabits, him, he, he dwells in the midst of us. You know, Miles, I never realized it because I
0: didn't experience the fire, but I live many times in the ring of fire yes. protecting me. Wow. So there may be different ways of experiencing this. Uh, for instance, I have had covens of witches all over the world uh, curse me. And the only way I survived is it felt like I could tell they were doing something bad, but it never penetrated. Yes. I had a ring of, what a wonderful way to live. Wow. Uh, When we return, Miles will pray for a ring of fire to surround you, which will
1: release
0: miracles. Be right
3: back.
1: We'll be right back to it's supernatural.
4: For over 10 years, Project 77 is an important way for us in reaching out to Jewish people with the good news of Messiah Jesus. We have sent over 2 million of Sid Ross evangelistic book they thought for themselves directly to Jewish households, and Jewish people are accepting their Messiah. Just listen to these testimonies. A 12-year-old Jewish boy got to the mailbox before anyone else in the family. He found Sid's book, They Thought For Themselves. He was deeply moved as he read the 10 stories and accepted Messiah Jesus. A 75-year-old Jewish woman read the book and received Yeshua Jesus as her Messiah. An Orthodox Jewish man studying to be a rabbi read Sid's book, and now believes in Yeshua as his Messiah.
0: The heart of God at this moment is Jewish souls. Jewish people have not come to the Lord in such large numbers since the book of Acts. But just as the door has opened supernaturally, it will close just as suddenly.
4: They thought for themselves as a supernatural book that God gave Sid Roth in a dream. Ten Jewish people, including Sid Roth, found Jesus as their Messiah and now tell their own true life stories for other Jewish people in a way that penetrates their Jewish hearts like nothing else can. This
0: is not just a key to Jewish evangelism.
4: It is the key
0: to worldwide evangelism, especially in these end times. When the pattern is right, the glory comes down. This is the avenue of the release of God's greatest supernatural power in history. Don't you want the world to believe I do?
4: Many have given $77 to print and mail seven free copies of this Jewish testimony book they thought for themselves right into Jewish homes. We value your prayers and support in reaching Jewish people for Messiah. So, at no obligation, we'd like to send you a free copy of Sid's faith building book to read or to personally give to a neighbor, friend, co worker, or relative. Or you can choose a free digital download. Just go to wwwsidrothorg 9963.
1: We now return to It's Supernatural. Miles is going to teach in a second
0: the revelation of the cycle of glory. But just before we went on the air during the break, you told me you saw something. Tell me what you sensed.
2: Well, yes, it, there's, a, there's a fire angel here. There's fire angels here. So I know that God's going to release that wall of fire, that ring of fire around people's lives uh, when we release it in the broadcast. But they're present here. Uh, I feel the fire of God's presence very strong right now. And so I'm confident that that's going to be released through this.
0: Well, Tell me about the cycles of glory.
2: Yeah, so Sid, this was a revelation that I received while I was in Zambia. And the Lord said, yeah, I want to release to you, I want to show you the cycle of glory. Now, what is the cycle of glory? This is how, what, what the Holy Spirit spoke to me, he said, this is how I produce glory in a person. In other words, God is interested in taking us from glory to glory. And so it's a cycle. It's cyclical. So he starts with death, amen, a dying to self. Amen. So like the first Jesus step. Died. Yeah, like uh, Jesus died. So it's revealed, you know, in the crucifixion, death, uh, burial, resurrection. But we resurrection. don't die. What you're saying right. is uh, we die to the old way. Yes. Yeah, so it's a dying of the old person, putting to death the old fleshly man, uh, putting him to death, the flesh. uh, The Scripture says, crucify your flesh with its passions and desires. And so it's a laying aside. It's a dying of the old person. Jesus said, if any man wants to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. So it's a denying of the flesh. It's a denying of the old man. That's the first step is death. And so in the cycle of glory, you start at death, and then you come around to burial. Amen. You know Jesus was bar- uh, buried in a borrowed tomb, right? And so it's not just, you can't just die, but you have to completely bury the old man. He has to be completely covered over, gone, no longer to return. Now, once this takes place, that old person is no more. You're not that person anymore. You are a new creation in Messiah because of the blood of Jesus, God has made you a new creation. And said, you know, the thing is, is that this is a continual working in our lives. It's a continual process in this cycle at different points. And so it's not just a one-time dying to self, Uh, but then going from death to burial, then to resurrection. See, there can't be a resurrection, resurrection glory, without first being death and burial. So it's necessary first to die and bury that to come into resurrection power. Now, what brings resurrection power is the spirit of glory. And this is what raised Jesus from the dead, was the spirit of glory, the spirit of the Father that was released and resurrected him up. But see, first, like we mentioned, he had to go through death, burial, then resurrection. And then once Jesus was resurrected, you know, when you read through the Gospels, when Jesus walked the earth for 40 days in His resurrected body, many times they didn't recognize Him. The glory was so strong on His life. You remember the story? He was walking along a road called uh, the Road to Emmaus with two men, and they were discussing this Jesus, saying, Oh, did you hear everything that happened to Him? And then He was walking with them the whole way. Yet they could not recognize Him, Sid. He was... uh, he, He was hidden from them in the glory. He was hidden in the glory right before them, but then suddenly at the end of their journey, God opened their eyes, Jesus opened their eyes and they understood everything, all the prophecies, everything from beginning to Genesis all the way through the prophets, every prophecy concerning Jesus, instantly they understood it. Then, Sid, once He revealed uh, Himself, disclosed Himself to them, they said, weren't our hearts burning? the entire time while He was walking with us. And so this is what you experience in resurrection. You experience the spirit of glory come upon your life. And then, you know, even during that time, Jesus would walk through walls. He, he would appear and manifest. But then moving from resurrection, there is a final uh, step in this cycle, and that is ascension. And see many people... I don't hear much about that step. Yeah, we don't hear much. Most people just stop at resurrection. They say, oh, I've got resurrection glory. I'm raised up to live a new life in Christ. But then there's a final step, Sid, in this cycle of glory, and it's ascension, where we come into an ascended place, an ascended life, where we live from the glory 24-7. We live from there. We prophesy from there. We see from there. And so we come into the reality that we are seated with Christ in heavenly places, far above all principalities and powers. This is the ascended life that we're called to come into. Uh, We can live, like, 24-7
0: in heavenly places, like it says in the book of Ephesians?
2: Yes, 24-7, said. 24-7. 24-7. We can live in this place. And this is God's invitation to us. And there's even people watching right now. You know, you've been wanting to come into, you like, you've like you been stuck in an old season in your life. You're saying, where is the glory of God? Where is the presence of God? Maybe you haven't felt God's presence in quite some time. I want to tell you, God is releasing His glory. The spirit of glory is being released to you now. And you'll begin to move into just beyond, beyond the resurrected life to the ascended life, God is going to shift you into that place. Now you say this cycle is not a
0: one-time event. Explain.
2: Right. So it's not a one-time event in our life that we just die to self or at our initial born-again experience. We, we just depart and bury the old person. But it's a continual cycle in working of the cross within our lives at different times in our lives. See, God works in our lives in times and seasons. And so as we're uh, seeking God and at different times in our lives, as God is perfecting us, taking us from glory to glory, that this cycle is at work. And so, you know, you died last season and went through the cycle of glory, and God brought you through that cycle and raised you up, and, and you, you operated in great words and knowledge, great miracles. But then there came a time where that became old to you. It became familiar, and God says, I want to take you to the next level of glory. Then he, he requires a new death to go to a new level of glory. It's kind of like what the prophet Isaiah experienced. He said this, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord, and the train of his robe filled the temple. The train of his robe was continually flowing in, filling the temple, Sid. But there was a new death that was required for new glory. And that's what I hear the Holy Spirit saying right now. Many people are wanting the new glory, Sid. Many people are wanting this, but they won't die a new death. And and you know what they don't understand?
0: Many, many believers are going through what is known a wilderness experience. Yes. This is your time to come out stronger, closer to God than ever before. In fact, what are the results of this cycle of glory?
2: Yeah, the results of this cycle of glory operating in our lives. So like I said, this is how God produces glory in our lives. And so what it produces in us, Sid, is holiness it produces transformation where we're, we're not just touched by the glory, Sid, but we're changed. We're transformed by the glory. We're being transformed by it. We're not, it's not just a touch, it's not just goosebumps. It's not just a nice feeling, but it's transformational glory that <coughs> produces more oil that we would be wise virgins in this hour that God would raise us up. And also, Sid, what it produces, is an explosion of miracles, and it activates the supernatural in our lives. I'm going to have you pray for that in a moment. But
0: right now, to have it activated, you must make Jesus your Messiah and Lord. Just in your own words, tell God, I'm sorry for all my bad deeds. I believe your blood washes them all away, and I'm clean. And now that I'm clean, come and live inside of me. I make you my Savior from my sins and Lord of my life." In your own words, Miles, if you would pray right now for the ring of fire to release miracles.
2: Yeah, for the viewers watching right now, just wherever you're at, in your home or you're driving, wherever you're at, just prepare yourself to receive from the Lord. I want to release the ring of fire to you now. And I tell you, Father, in the name of Jesus, I just release and first I apply the blood of Yeshua to each one watching now. I release the blood. I release the power of his blood. And the Holy Spirit says, even now, I'm beginning to release my fire and my glory upon your life. Right now, people are being healed. You're being healed from cancer. Tumors are being dissolved in the name of Jesus. Be gone in Jesus' name. Tumors be gone are being healed. Bones are being healed. Uh, There's somebody even with like your left eye is being healed where you had like a detached retina. God is healing you now. And I, I release the ring of fire of protection around your life now. And I declare that God's glory is in your midst in Jesus name. Amen.
3: This is Vladimir Prokhnevsky reporting again to you from the Supernatural USA headquarters. The battle continues in my home country of Ukraine. Amidst grief and the loss of life, with families shattered and life uncertain, they are still under constant heavy attack by outside forces. There's heavy destruction of infrastructure, and basic human needs are in short supply or non-existent. Homes, factories, shops, and whole neighborhoods are destroyed. Cities in ruins. Nearly six million people are displaced plus nearly 8 million have fled the country. It will take decades to rebuild, but there's hope, there's determination, there's pride of country, and there is renewed faith. Our dedicated team that you are supporting through this ministry continue to deliver under dangerous conditions, tons more of clean water, food, and other supplies. They also deliver priceless cargo, and that priceless cargo is the good news of Messiah Yeshua, Jesus the Savior. Children, teenagers, parents, families, and older generations are coming to know the Messiah in unprecedented numbers. Estimates are 25,000 children and adults have come to faith. The faith in Jesus that the younger generation of children now carry will endure and grow and be the engine that restores and rebuilds Ukraine. And among those getting saved are a large number of Ukrainians with Jewish ancestry. But now, winter has become a weapon in Ukraine. Winter season means bitter cold, snow, ice, and brutal conditions. Average temperature is 23 to 36 degrees Fahrenheit. People need heat to survive. They need it now. Here's how we can help. Wood burning stoves. Last winter, we delivered nearly 250 of them. And with your help, we can do even more this winter. Thank you for your prayers and your generous support. This is Vladimir Proknevsky saying God bless you and goodbye for now
1: a miracle? Are you dealing with an illness that is destroying your life? Is sickness making you sad, disheartened, and ruining your finances? Learn how to meditate on God's Word and benefit from over 60 healing scriptures that will bring you peace, hope, and encouragement with Sid Roth's Healing Scriptures book. This powerful tool will grow your faith and usher you into an experience with God that brings healing to your whole person. Download your free copy of the Healing Scriptures book at sidroth.org forward slash healing.